Mabos Audio. Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy. I'm Paul Culliver. And I'm Anthony McCormack. You know, I'm wary of this movie we're going to talk about today, Paul. Video game movies suck. Look at such examples as Super Mario Brothers, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and Blood Rain. Yeah, but at the same time, the director of this film, Duncan Jones, his movies don't suck. I mean, Moon, Source Code? Mm, I wonder if this movie today will suck, or if it will don't suck. Our movie today is... Warcraft. I have to come out and confess I've never played Warcraft. I've played Starcraft. (laughs) I think that's a different thing. It's still Blizzard. So Blizzard is the, uh, the people behind the games, and I feel like... There, there are crossover things going on because uh, basically Starcraft is what would Warcraft be like set in space. Oh, okay, okay. So and it's the same game mechanics. It's uh, similar, similar, right. but instead of magic, I, I know there's a lot of magic in the Warcraft universe. Yeah. Uh, in the Starcraft universe, it's all spaceships and and, and like technology and. and yeah, technology yeah. as well as like psychicness. Because that's what I was thinking. That was a thought I had walking out of Warcraft. Was like, oh, there's like, there's not really any technology involved. It's all about the magic, which uh, is, you know, that's fine if that's the world. But also, I feel like in these days, we we tend to go. I don't know. Like a lot of our fantasy and mystical films tend to go towards like a technology magic mashup combo. And so yeah. to be presented with a world in 2016 that was just magic actually seemed a bit. I don't know. It seems strange to me. I mean, there was a phase, was it late 90s, early 2000s? I don't know, where they were doing a lot of wild, wild West kind of movies. Right, yeah. Where you'd go back in time to the West, but also everybody would be an inventor inventing all these wild things that we don't even have in our modern life yeah. today. It's kind of steampunky sort Steam- of stuff. Exactly, I guess. yeah. Yeah. And, and it was interesting with this movie that, you know, I mean, you don't really see much of their what they're doing when they're not fighting battles, the human people. But you do get a sense that they've got magic and, and that must solve a lot of their problems. <laughs> Am I the only one? There's a scene where there's a guy in a library and he's looking through books. And I'm like, oh, this feels old. <laughs> It did feel... I mean, I'm trying to figure out how this film will go. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be a confusing, perplexing mess of a film. Because yeah. I'd heard that yes. early on, early reviews. And I want to say, I don't think it is entirely. And we're going to talk about that in yes. more depth. Well, do you... I was wondering if it was because I had the StarCraft thing going on that I could see the StarCraft kind of parallels, yeah. if you will. I Do you think that it's because you and I are of a certain... You predilection. Know, predilection, <laughs> that we can understand... We have a penchant for uh, for fantasy and, and, and mystical and... Yeah. Well, there's that on one side, and also, like, the gaming aspect of yeah, it as okay. well. The- well, I've never played... Oh, I guess I've played games like that. But, yeah, look, I'm not... I'm, I reckon the average punter... I'd say not everyone that loves Game of Thrones is going to love this film. Like, it's not a straight shoot across. It's not a a one-to-one analogue, is it? It doesn't feel like it's going after 
you know, a Lord of the Rings kind of... Uh, there are Lord of the Rings-ish kind of things going on in there. Yeah. But it definitely feels like it, it knows who the Warcraft people are, and it's saying, we want you, we don't care about anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into it then. Let's get into spoilers territory. I guess, there, yeah, there's spoilers in here. Uh, there's a few twists mm. and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be weird the day where we say, I guess, other than a historical film, what film does not have spoilers? Yeah, that's true. Like, I saw a pretty clever ad from Netflix the other day, and they said, um, Narco Season 2 is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want any spoilers, stay off Wikipedia before that. Yeah, yep. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the the page for the show, but it's probably the page for the real life. <laughs> yeah, but what's yeah. his name? You know, the, yeah, the drug kingpin. That's guy. very that's smart. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about the movie in depth, but the best way for there to be no spoilers is if you've seen the movie. Oh, we forgot to tell people whether to go see it or not again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Do you reckon they're still listening? They're like, I think we know. We laid it out. We laid it yeah. out pretty clearly. That yeah. was it's for people <laughs> that already like it. <laughs> Do you, I, yeah, I wonder how many people have gone past the spoiler warning and said, "We'll just dip our toes in. We'll just go a little <laughs> bit further because they didn't tell us whether we should see the movie or yeah, not." Yeah, I um, I I'm hard pressed to. Have a, a negative feeling about this movie. Okay, I'm, I'm not convinced that it's uh, necessary viewing. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say necessary. I yeah. don't know if this film is necessary. Well, I mean that's the other side of it as well. Is that uh, like if you're playing the game Warcraft, is there anything that you're getting from this movie that the game is not giving to you? Yeah, and well, I've heard having knowing nothing about the actual game. But I've heard people who play the game saying the most interesting time period of Warcraft is way later than this. Like, this movie is an origin story, basically. Oh, okay. And all the things that happen that are really cool are yet to happen. Like, this movie ends and you're like, oh, you didn't even get to the the good bit, the well, meat. I, I think what they hoped to do was to start... I mean, this initially... I think they may have dropped it now, but initially this was called Warcraft... The beginning. Yes. I think they may have dropped that from the marketing, possibly because they realised it might just be Warcraft, Warcraft. the beginning, middle and end of the movie series. I don't think this movie is going to get a sequel. I'm not convinced it won't. Okay. Because what you're forgetting about, Paul, is damn China dollars. Okay. But they don't call them dollars there, do (laughs) they? The the Yuan, I think. Yuan. Maybe. Oh, them Yuan. Yeah. Am you going to get that movie? There, are there a lot of um, Chinese World of Warcraft players? Is that the idea? I believe so. Uh, and I, I, I'm reading somewhere, maybe I picked it up in a headline, but it's basically it's expected to not do very well in the United States. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's expected to take China lovingly. Okay. And it's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, did you want to finish that? I felt like you wanted to set up a whole thing there. I wanted to keep going. I'm glad you stopped yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Whisper in China's ear. Okay. Just yep. Nib- no, no, nibble no, no. on the earlobe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I want to see is because it's a thing. I read a review very early on, weeks before I got to see this movie, that called this the battlefield Earth. Yeah. Of this decade, of this decade, this century, whatever. I yes. think Battlefield Earth was early two thousands. I'm glad you bring this up. And I watched Battlefield Earth recently, and I couldn't really tell you what that whole movie was about. Oh no. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Well, this is maybe I'm not the best person to review a movie like Warcraft because 
I, I have to be honest with you. Oh, no. Like, a lot of people don't like Battlefield Earth. Yeah. I seen. I look at Battlefield Earth, and I look at every other movie in the world, and I can't tell the difference between the two. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Battlefield Earth is such a terrible movie. And they go through the laundry list of these are the things that are terrible yeah. about Battlefield Earth, and I'm like... That's just movies generally, isn't it? Like they're like, oh, John Travolta overacts. I'm like, oh, do do actors generally <laughs> not overact in science fiction yeah, kind of okay. movies? You know, oh, there are things in this movie that's so they're so unbelievable. And I'm like, oh, okay, in a science fiction movie, there are <laughs> things that are unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, I enjoy Battlefield. I I remember seeing it as a very young man. And I was impressionable, right. and maybe that's the problem. As far as I can remember, and I literally watched it, like, a week ago, it's about, like, exploiting miners to make more money for a corrupt leader of Earth or something. Well, what- Is that-, I, is that Am I wrong? What I enjoy- Let's ab- not get too yeah. mired in this. What I enjoy about it is that it's it's these uh, bad aliens- This is Battlefield <laughs> Earth. Okay, okay. These bad aliens that look at humans as so stupid that they're below animal. Right. Right? And they're like- you know, we could trick these animals into doing our work for us. And it's all about, like, the corruption of these uh, these aliens who are already corrupt, okay. right? And and how human beings... And, uh, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. It's a dumb story. Okay. Okay. But I, I, there are things about it I enjoy because it wasn't what I saw at every single other movie. Okay. At, in the same way, Prometheus... Right. Okay, we can, can we know? Yeah. Okay. I do. Well, this is. I'm setting this up because I right. want to explain we can't to people. Too many. Films yeah. Here. I want to explain to people that uh, Prometheus again is a movie that not everyone likes. Yeah. Okay. Because there are gigantic logic holes in it. Yeah. Right. I I don't go to see a movie like Prometheus for the mm, oh yeah d- delicious logic I love it you know. <laughs> It's it's something that I've never seen before, and that's what I enjoyed about Prometheus. And that's going into Warcraft. I think there was a lot of stuff that I had seen before. Yeah, it felt very familiar, really. Yeah, and which is but- prob- which is maybe why I didn't hate it so much. And then I wasn't excited by the film. I didn't think it was a particularly like enthralling film. At the end of it, with the whole tease with the baby becoming, you know, a long yeah. line of chieftains. Oh, who's taken the baby? I wasn't invested at all. Yeah, like, I did, uh, yeah. The the moment the movie kind of lost me, if you will, I lost is a big thing. But for the king to turn around to what's her face with the oh teeth, my god, yeah, yeah, and he's oh, pardon me, Garona, I think Garona, which I just remember because it sounded like Corona, yeah, slice like, of lemon, yeah, and but with a G, yeah, um, and and he's all like, I reckon, kill me, hey. Yeah, that was... In, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, this was definitely the most obvious option at this point. Like, maybe exhaust a couple more options before let's jump to that. But it was like... Especially because as, as it played out, and as best I can figure it, mm-hmm. that is effectively him asking her to play the long game. Yes. Which is a strategy he came up with in the heat of battle. And... Maybe if he'd, like, you know, pre-plan this strategy. Yeah. Because we've already seen this strategy is not working out so well. In the last ten minutes of the movie, everyone hates Corona because she's killed the human king. All the other humans are like, oh, we thought she was good, but she bad. Yeah. 
And so, so but, and the long game, as I understand it, is that yeah. she becomes kind of the pseudo leader or the you know, actual leader, yes. or at least a, a, an influential voice amongst the orcs mm-hmm. over time, and then basically brokers peace deals. Yes, as the new leader of the orcs. Is that what you got from that? Yeah, and yeah. Okay. And I don't think that the king saw every possible computation yeah. of that that choice. And then what's his name? You know, hero the guy becomes king. Don't know what his name is. Yeah. Um. He rocks up, and I'm like, battle's over, buddy. And I feel like the only reason he rocks up, I guess, is one to collect the body of the king, and two to decide that she must be a traitor. Yeah, yeah. At which point, so- he hasn't really done anything heroic. I mean, obviously, he went and did that whole fight thing with the... Yeah, with I, the- I felt all like right, yeah. all the pieces were there, and then that ending was kind of- And I have to admit, I wasn't as offended by that as I have been by other endings where there's a last minute, oh, I've got a plan, oh, kill me. Yeah. Like, you know, other movies, that's offended me more. And in this movie, that happens. I'm thinking to myself, Ugh. But at the same time, I'm like, this is probably going somewhere in, you know, the Warcraft. Three more movies, yeah. yeah. Can I, okay, this is my attempt at explaining the plot of Warcraft in okay. as, like as few sentences as possible. Please, go. All right. The Orc world is dying because oh. of dark green magic, mm-hmm. which I think is called the Fell with an F. Fell? Yes, yes, fell, yes. And so then the sorcerer who's using the fell opens up a portal to the human world and brings across all his orcs. And yep. then the humans are like, hey, orcs, stop killing us all. And then uh, they fight. <laughs> and then it turns out that that portal was actually opened by the... What was he called? The the, the protector? The I heard that word 10 million oh, times yeah, in the, the guardian. The guardian. Yeah. Turns out he was actually Saruman all along. Yes. And, like, corrupted by the evil green magic. And that's about it. And then they went and fight, fought to close the portal, and then they all got away, but really it was status quo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Is that I, the movie? That's more or less the movie, right? That, yeah, that sounds and like there it was, to me. Yeah. And there was a king and a queen and uh, the brother of the queen who became king... And then yeah. the guy that was a sorcerer from some group of sorcerers that he renounced them, but then he became more powerful than them and he saved the day. He was the real hero, it seemed like, in that movie. Yeah. Oh, even at the end where everyone's like, oh, Groner, what an, an idiot. We don't like her. And he's the one guy saying, I don't know. I reckon something else is going on there. Which is a pity because I didn't, like, I, I didn't feel it, find him to be a particularly charming character. Yeah, I, I, of all the actors, and yeah. and and you don't know what takes they're using, Paul. Maybe they're using, you know, all right. But you know what I mean. Like he yeah. was the one that I was like, oh, I feel like they're getting this guy in to play him because Ben Foster cost them a lot of money, right? And they need this guy. You know, he's yeah. he's working at a lower than a Ben Foster rate. Can I say something about all of the actors that threw me out of it? Mm-hmm. I I think there are a few different accents going around, like from within the one within like that kingdom, whatever the you know the kingdom was called. Yes. Azeroth. I Azeroth think. sounds good. Uh but like it, most of them were American, right? 
I yeah. Oh, well, the main the guy who becomes king at the end. He's the yeah. He doesn't have an American accent. Yeah, does he? he has. But a, the others do. He has a powerful accent. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. But here's the thing: How weird is it seeing kings and queens with American accents? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue there. Like That's... You, they basically have to be European accents. They need to be British or Scottish or Belgian. Or fra- like like anything but American. Yeah. American accents in royalty is so like takes me out of it. Yeah, like consider as well what an affrontery to the American way of life. The <laughs> yeah. idea, like how hard America has fought against kings, mm. and and you know, I, I the, the what's his name Galdon or whatever the sorcerer. The, the sorcerer, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was really, really excited by that character. Yeah. Because all the other orcs are big, muscly, goo orcs. Yeah. And he's this guy that's a little like, you know, crouching down and he looks decrepit yeah. in a way, but in a Yoda kind of way. Like, you know, oh, judge him by his decrepitness, do you? Ah, oh, but he's using the fell, so you better be careful. Yeah. Um, and straight away. You have a moment at the start of the movie that excites me where you come through the gate. People notice that, uh, what's his name? Elbgog. Elbgog? Is that his name? I don't know. Uh, There's so many names that were unfamiliar, and I don't want to be dismissive. Yeah. But there's so many orc names that I was kind of expected to remember, like in dialogue, that was just like, I can't follow this because I don't know who anyone's called. Um, but I, the main, the main orc guy, he's not an Elbgog, I made that up. But anyway, <laughs> Elbgog has brought his pregnant wife with him. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, okay. Well, let me look it up. Yeah, it's an important name. We should get at least that one right. Yeah, that's probably the only name that I kind of recognise going through. Damodar. Damodar? That's Dungeons that's... and Dragons. And so he brings his pregnant wife along, and all the other orcs are really angry. They're like, screw you. You brought this woman and this baby along. You're a bad orc. And then you have this leader whose name is Goldan. Goldar. Goldan. Goldan. Yeah, Goldan. That's yeah, him. It's, it's spelled G-U-L apostrophe D-A-N. Yeah, you got to have the apostrophe in there. And he, like, the baby is born and it's not breathing, and he pull he sucks the life out of a deer, which is very sad for the deer. That's no good. <laughs> but then he makes the baby, you know, alive again. Yeah. And straight away, that this sorcerer guy that you imagine is going to be the most angry that you've wasted a journey on a, a yeah. woman and a child... He is the cool dude who's saying, nah, nah, I'm going to save your baby. Mm. I was really excited about that because I thought whoever the bad orc leader is, and I thought it was that guy with the, he cut off his hand and then he, there was a new black and hand. The glory hand thing. Yeah, yeah. I believe his name was Black Hand. But anyway, I, I think <laughs> yeah, it actually, yes. like, yeah, like yeah. Clancy Brown. I'm looking at the Clancy MVP. Brown, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, who played Goldan? I thought Clancy um, Brown played Goldan. No, he uh, Daniel Wu played Goldan. Daniel Wu. 
A Goldam was my favourite character. But having said that, you get to the end of the movie and then Goldan takes off his cloak and suddenly he's the most muscly yeah. orc of all. Well he's been he's been juicing. He's been well, he has been juicing, been I'll give hard. you that. But then but then that he's a dick as well. He's <laughs> yeah, like he's um of course he's a total dick. I don't have any honour, he says. He doesn't actually say that, but he says it with his actions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, to me, I'm like, everything I was excited about that character is just up in smoke. Like, I, I don't care about him anymore. Right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, and, like, the movies they would have planned into the future, like, I, you can kind of just assume the Moses down the river. Yeah. He's got to grow up amongst people not like himself, and then he's got to rejoin the Orc clan, as he was meant to, and he's got to be the one that takes down Gul'dan, and it'll be this full circle thing where Gul'dan... Saved him in the first place, but then he's yeah. the one that takes him down. Oh, wow, Circle of Life. You know what? I, I I didn't mind this movie while I was watching it, but the more that we talk about it, <laughs> you know what I feel like it is? Yeah. I feel like it's a Star Wars prequel. Wow. I feel oh, like, right. okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like it's giving us the backstory for a Warcraft movie that they want to make. Yeah. And I'm like... Would just make that movie. Just skip all the backstory. Yeah. Tell us the backstory in flashback. Also, can I just uh, point out um, those sweeping aerial shots or those top-down shots? Mm-hmm. That was just made to look like the game, right? Yeah, almost certainly. Like where you've got almost like thousands of different little things fighting or building or whatever else. Yeah. That's from the game, right? Almost. I haven't even yeah. seen the game and I was like, that's just meant to, that's meant to for World of Warcraft people to be like, oh my God, it's like the game, but in the movie. I'll tell you what, I walked out of the cinema still wondering. <laughs> yeah. The green magic comes from death, right? Right. Like I'm going to take, everything around me is going to die a little bit. That's all right, because I'm juicing. That's essentially yeah. what the green magic is. Yeah. Where does the blue magic come from? And if that's in the game, put it in the movie, because I'm still wondering. Well, yeah, but also the the foul, I reckon there has to be like a big boss somewhere that we haven't seen yet. Because yeah. who infected the Guardian? Yes. And then how did Gul'dan get the green magic? Like... I think there's like bigger forces at play that come with you know bigger bosses later on down the line, like and I, also yeah. yeah, and then yeah, so there's that well that the guardian has a little bath in every so often. Yeah, has the a blue little bath. magic. Well, cause I I do get a sense that the fell was a magic that the you know the human people once upon a time they deal with a little bit of fell. But then they're like, mm, we don't like it's like greenhouse gases or or something. <laughs> they're like, we need to cut down on fell. And we need to do this renewable blue pool magic <laughs> instead. And I, so I was interested in, obviously, the blue magic is less powerful than the green magic. Yeah. But it's also less destructive. So that's kind of cool. But then it's also, well, where does that come from, though? Like, that's that's what I wanted to know. In a, in a movie right. about the Warcraft universe, tell me that. Also, I thought, funny that it's, is, does every fantasy storyline always just have seven kingdoms because i was like yeah we've heard seven kingdoms so much in game of thrones and then i'm sure it predates in world of warcraft but still for him to be like blah 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 the seven kingdoms and i'm like uh <laughs> ever heard of it <laughs> uh and that's the other thing for them to have the council of seven or whatever the hell that was 
Yeah. And that was totally, surely fan service to be like, hey, look, you know, this faction that you can fight with usually, or this faction, they're there, but they're not actually in the movie. Like, because it was literally like, we must unite. And everyone going, nah, fuck off. And then that was the scene. And it was like, well, why did we bother? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I I was excited. It's all swords and everything. And at at the start of the movie, the the non-American guy is given a boomstick. Here's your boomstick. And he's looking down the barrel of it. And there's lots of casual kind of like the dwarf is about to uh, show him how it works. And then he, you look at his point of view, and he's pointing at another dwarf who's running towards him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, there's a level of complacency with this gun I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. I, th- to be honest, that whole scene where they first introduce our hero. Yeah. I'm like, why is he there? Like, from a story writing perspective, it's like, oh, I'm somewhere else. I'm somewhere. But I need to go somewhere else. Okay, I'll go somewhere else now. <laughs> I was like, See ya. I was bye. like, why did you? And it almost <laughs> like, did you start wherever that was, Iron Fire or whatever the. F- oh, yeah, the yeah, name yeah. Of that Iron, place was. Iron Forge, was right. it? Right. Yeah. I think that's a place in the game. Yeah, like, is that another thing of just going, oh, look, we showed you that thing? Yeah, yeah. Were there mechs? They weren't mechs in that, were there? What's a mech? Like a big, like, mech. Like, oh, I don't know, think like so. People walking in. I don't think so, but I enjoyed that they yeah. could, you know, in a world of swords and shields, oh, he's a gun. Like, yeah. I enjoyed that about it. it. It didn't go so far into the steampunk of the wild, wild west kind of thing. Yeah. I, I could believe it. Um, What's, uh, I thought, is it, this is the thing, who established that, like, all dwarves in fantasy have red hair? It's a good question, and I'd like to know, too, because the second the dwarves show up, I'm like... You know, all dwarves sh- like even a movie like Snow White and the and the Huntsman. What was the second one of that? It was just the Huntsman, oh, wasn't I it? Or the Winter's War, Winter's War, and yeah. they have goblins in that movie, and the goblins are not your grandpa's goblins. You know how every fantasy movie is you have to have your version of right. whatever that fantasy made up character is, yeah, and yet. Every single movie, every single movie has the exact same dwarves over yeah. and over just and over more and over Gimli's again. everywhere. G- Gimli's everywhere. To the point where I was watching Warcraft and I was like, did they just cast the same guy we, as Gimli again? We are lousy with Gimli's. <laughs> so much Gimli. <laughs> so much. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, this movie, like, not absolutely terrible, but at the end of the day, like, I felt like what I wanted out of it was like, a little bit of, like, mythology intrigue. Yes. And I think... I felt like they probably did throw too much in that was fairly inconsequential, so it didn't bother me too much. That was the thing. They yeah. could have thrown lots in and made it all matter to the plot, mm-hmm. and I would have gone, that was a mess. Yes. I think that was the mess I was expecting. Instead, they threw lots in that didn't matter at all, and so I could just swat it away and go, oh, I still know what's happening in this film, even though you threw that character at me and that character, but I didn't need to know who they were. Yeah, you good, know what I mean? good call. I think that's pretty much the story of this movie. Yeah, and so in that sense, I understand how I think Duncan Jones and the guy who wrote it, who wrote it, he wrote it with, like they did good fan service. Absolutely, and, and it's not a badly directed film. Like it's yeah, I feel like the stuff that you're seeing on screen visually looks really good. I, yeah. there are some people who are talking about the difference between the the orcs that are computer generated. And um and what's her name Paula Patton as uh, Corona right 
Um, and it's kind of like to see her standing next to an orc, you're saying to yourself, well, I can see the, you know. One of you just has makeup on and one of yeah, you is CGI. Yeah, exactly. One of you is not like the other one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I I can see that to a certain point of view. I don't think that bothered me as much. I think because I really like Paula Patton. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, I just wanted, like, I was like, oh, our hero is now the king. There's no, like, oh, but that means this now. Like, there was none of that. Or, like, oh, the, the, the baby chieftain is now in the hands of this clan, and that means this now. Like, there was none of that for me. Yes. So there's like in terms of a sequel, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens. How that pa-. there's no, no nothing about the new situation of where we're left at the end of the film is like, oh, cool. That sequel's going to be awesome. If you were to tell me that Warcraft Two, yeah. the, the movie Warcraft Two, is opening on the exact same day as Willow Two. I would go see Willow 2 first. I don't know what Willow 1 is. Willow 1 is... Uh, um, we're going to sit you down. We're going to make you watch it. It's right. Warwick Davis, and he's magical. Oh, the other thing. The hero's son storyline. Didn't care. The, what, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, he I just, didn't like, care. He just kept popping. I was like, hey, I'm a young kid and I fight in the army. Oh, look after yourself, son. Don't get hurt. Oh, I no, wonder, wonder what's going to happen. Lol. I, I mean, we all knew that was going to happen, didn't we? Yes, we all nod. And <laughs> like, and like, as well, and like, with the source, the young sorcerer dude was like, "Hey, I pretty much, without knowing for sure, know that the guardian's dangerous." And the guy's like, "Yeah, you're probably right. Probably the best way for me to tell the king is to just go and get angry in the war room and then get yeah. locked up." And if the guardian's there, Ari can antagonize him. <laughs> it's not like fell magic is. More powerful than the blue magic against which I have no defense against that either. You know, yeah, there are some plot holes here. Yeah. Well, just more just bad character choices. Did you get a sense that, like, um, Corona is is talking about, oh, I never knew my parents or whatever. Like, one of them is human, one of them's a mother. And the Guardian goes on this big, long monologue about, you know... A whole heap of time ago, around about the time you were born, I went on this big, long journey, and I had a romantic encounter with someone who is not of my species, and that taught me things. Wait, did he say that? Yeah, it was this big, long long story, and it was everything except, Corona, I am your father. Oh. But, like, the entire time I was like- I, I do not remember that scene at all. Oh, How did I yeah. totally blank from that? That's in, that's oh an God. interesting that you you blank from that. I don't remember that at all. But it was the strangest tone because it was kind of like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it was like, I'm going to tell you this story about how I am almost certainly your father. But at no point am I going to say, welcome home, daughter. Also, the Guardian was like the shittest like, warrior, because he'd turn up to a battle, or he'd get ambushed, or whatever. He'd be in the battle. He'd be like, oh, I've got some real powerful magic. You're like, yeah, anytime now. <laughs> I've got some real powerful magic. And you're like, yeah, we're... It's like, 
I just need seven more people to die. Oh, ten people have died. Oh, okay. I guess I'll do something that's kind of effective now. Okay, and warming like, up. Yeah, warming he, he up. takes half the battle to warm up. Yeah. Half his troops, half the troops on his side die. And then what he does isn't even like... He killed, like, the first time when he, like, made the fell go into the mortar and kill them. He only got half of them. The rest ran away. And then the second time, he just split the army up and let a whole bunch of them die because they were on the wrong side of the electricity wall. I was like, you're a really shit guardian. Maybe fight like the young sorcerer, like small bouts of magic. Yeah, good call. Good call. I want to pull you up on that because what I think happened, and maybe I'm wrong, but when you're talking about the guardian makes the fell go into them and they die or whatever... And and to me, I was what I thought had happened was everyone who was using the fell was susceptible to the guardian's fell kill you attack. All oh, right. And the Darotan, Darotan. Oh, okay. Duro, so, Duro. So everyone that already had the fell in them died. Like, yeah. The fell attacked them basically. And to me, that was the perfect reason why our hero Darotan, Darotan. <laughs> Uh, why he's... Okay, that makes sense. No, okay, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, why yeah, he's yeah. saying to everyone, we need to stop using the fell because this magic guy going to kill us all if we use the fell. Our strength is also our weakness. Exactly. And I, I thought, right. oh, that's interesting. That, that's a sexy that, way. I like yeah, that. That's yeah. actually interesting. It was not really elucidated much more in the film except for um, the orcs being like, yeah. I like. It was funny how the orcs were like, yeah, this green stuff doesn't seem right. Let's have some more green stuff. Yeah, <laughs> green like, oh. us up. And I, I kind of like this whole idea of all these badass orcs. You know, they're not smart like Durotan. Durotan? <laughs> Durotan. Not smart like him. But they go up to the sorcerer and the sorcerer's like, I'll make you a million powerful now. And they're all like, mm, give, give me a sec. Like, even though, even though there is no reason for them to not want to be a million powerful... They're still a little bit oh, hesitant. When you've got a faint green rash and it itches just a little bit, why not try? Durotan? <laughs> Durotan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a joke about. Anyway, um, well, look, I think we're, we're pretty pretty sorted. We, 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 I think we hit on a lot of... Also, oh, the other little thing, the whole thing with Dur- Durotan... Durotan. Anyway, his whole, like, oh, I'm going to conspire against Goldan, but then I got sold out anyway, and now I just came back and fought a little bit anyway. Oh, no, yeah. and, then I, and then I did the whole ritual. You know what? I couldn't be bothered getting into it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's not worth... It was... Okay, maybe that was... It wasn't so much... You could follow it, but it did seem a bit pointless. It's like they took a few twists and turns that kind of didn't lead anywhere. So, I don't know. Yeah, a shaggy dog story, if you will. Sure. Which is a trope. All right. Yeah, if you look that up on tropes. Okay. So, that's our movie autopsy for Warcraft, The New Beginning. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The beginning? The beginning, question mark. Yeah, the end. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'd like to see where the Warcraft universe gets yeah. super interesting. I mean, I'm guessing Duncan Jones won't return. It'll be a different director. Would you want him to return? No, because I want him to go. No, I want him to go make a different film that's better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think he could make 
another very good Warcraft movie. Yeah, but I think he could make a better not, not Warcraft, Warcraft movie. Duro Tan. <laughs> it is Duro Tan. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair when enough. When did David Bowie die? Oh, <laughs> I, um, it was earlier this year. Right. Yeah. Because 2016 is the year of. Yeah. It was yeah, really early know. this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to like. Oh, go. You know, but Duncan Jones is the son of David Bowie. Yeah, that's true. Originally we- born like Zowie Bowie or Zowie Bowie or however you want to say yeah. it. Zowie Bowie. Zowie I don't know. Bowie. Because um, I listened to him talk on the Nerdist podcast. I've been mm. listening to so much. I've been eating it up, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Which is Does not- he talk about, like, was Warcraft in post-production when- Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he talks about- This has been a huge um, chunk of his life, this right, movie. Right, right, yeah, I'd imagine. And there was cancer all the way through it at the start, I think. There right, was. Right. A, I mean, he's been dealing with it with all these different family members- and and go and the end of the Warcraft period is basically you know saying goodbye to his father, mm. which is very sad. Yeah, yeah. I just I mean we'll never really know unless you know Duncan talks about it. But I wonder whether like how much that can impact a film. I imagine quite a bit. And I'm not oh, I'm okay. Not, yeah, yeah. I, for better or worse, I'm assuming probably worse. Maybe not at all. I, but I'm sure it's a factor. I think probably better. I'm going to say better. Oh, wow, okay. Like, the, the very first shot that I remember of the movie is uh, Duro Tan, he says, <laughs> with renewed confidence. Um, you know, he's... And he's got, like, tears in his eyes, and he's watching his wife just sleep. Mm. And he's got his hand on her belly or whatever. And, like, that was really emotional to me to see these guys that... I know nothing about Warcraft, but I know that they're probably going to be, you know, the the in inverted commas bad guys of the movie. Yeah. They're going to be the aggressors. They're going to be the antagonists, um, and to see them humanized in that kind of way, and I that was an emotionality that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Okay. And immediately prior to that, we have that shot of uh, we don't know exactly where it is, but it's a human versus an orc. And the orc, in theory, smashes the human's head in with the voiceover that's like, you know, humans and orcs have been fighting forever, mm-hmm. but sometimes we even forget, you know, where it started. And so what I realise now, having seen the, f- the whole movie now, thinking about that, that is basically saying, like, that straight up is telling us there's a present day story. Right. But now nah, I'm going to give you the prequel. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I'm with you. So it's basically saying, hey, my voiceover right now, yeah, I've got a story to tell you of where I'm living and what I'm doing right now. That's probably movie two or three, but let's go back. Yeah, I I think I, I wasn't offended by this movie, but the more we talk about it now, <laughs> let's not go back. Let's stay here. Yeah. And, and like jump forward. Tell the now story. I'd imagine the next movie will jump forward 30 years or something. Yeah, because it, it'll be that baby as a as a warrior now. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes backstory is backstory for a reason, mm. which is you know I, I I think they've done they they they've they've done good things with yeah. this movie, but at the same time, where you've ended up is at the start of a very interesting story, rather than you have just watched. A very interesting story. Yeah, I wonder how much they went. Oh, but let's I, let's make it accessible by starting from the start, because explaining that whole movie in 
like a a voiceover at the start of you know what I mean? Like if we yeah. did the story after this, but then we had to explain the whole portal orc thing in a voiceover, that would be really confusing. And our best chance of getting hooking people into the Warcraft franchise is by doing this film first. Maybe that was the thinking, mm-hmm. but maybe they could have done it in a more economical way. It was really exciting. Like, the way they started the movie I thought was flawless, which is we're with a group of orcs and we're jumping through a gigantic green orc door and Goldar is going to take us through there. Mm. And we thought he was a dick, but he's not a dick because he'd take a deer and he'd put it into a baby. (laughs) I thought that was a great beginning. (laughs) Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. It's been our Movie Autopsy for Warcraft. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Please do that. We're just Movie Autopsy mm-hmm. uh, on all both those things. Uh, you can subscribe. If you haven't already, go to iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast. Get Com- new episodes oh, all the time. Completely free. Completely? Completely. We're not charging for this. No. Maybe we should. Wow. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you're listening to this, you better download all the episodes quick before we start charging. <laughs> We're probably not going to charge. Probably not. Is there a way to do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The wall? <laughs> Paywall. We won't, we won't do that. I'm, I'm opposed to it. Ideology. Mr. McCormack, tear down this paywall. <laughs> I've been Paul Culliver. I've been Anthony McCormack. We'll see you next time. See you then. See you then.